2: Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. On the Wolfpack Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran, brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar & Grill, the Triangle's premier sports pub and bar, located in the heart of Raleigh off Hillsborough Street waste industries recycling partner at carter finley stadium and by coca-cola when you are stocking up for game day be sure to grab a coke and share it with a friend share a coke and go pack live from brick house sports bar and grill this is Wolfpack weekly with dave doran send a question to coach doran on twitter at pack radio or by email to doran radio at gmail.com now here's your host tony haynes
3: and good evening. Thank you for listening tonight. We're live from the House Bar and Grill, Hillsborough Street in Raleigh. This is the home of Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Dave Dorn. Non-conference portion of NC State's schedule is over. Now for the rest of the way, it's nothing but conference action for the Wolfpack. And it all begins in the ACC for NC State this Saturday with a trip down to Tallahassee. Awaiting the Pack's visit will be the Seminoles of Florida State. Seminoles are 2-2 two and two right now, but they're coming off a nice win over Louisville. NC State enters ACC play with a 3-1 and one overall record. Doe Campbell Stadium will be the place. Kickoff will be at 7.35 p.m. We'll begin our pregame coverage on the network at 5.30. Coach Dorn will be here at the bottom of the hour. That would be 7.30 Eastern time. And he will take your questions on Twitter at PAC Radio or the uh, email address is dornradio at gmail.com. But We're going to begin the program tonight with two outstanding. Standing, defensive lineman here at the Brick House, Val Martin and Laurel Murchison. Welcome, gentlemen, to the show. Thanks Thank for you. being here tonight.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
3: Both of these guys started at community colleges, so they have that in common. And Val, I'll start with you. You were you came to us from Iowa Western Community College. I had to look it up. That is in Council Bluffs. Iowa yes sir now tell me what's uh, shaking in council bluffs Iowa on a given day or week nothing <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's um it's in the middle of nowhere you got a lot of a lot of cornfields a lot of farms we had chickens running our field during practice oh, turkeys really? yeah like it was real real just isolated
3: yeah but, I mean is that a way you can work on your conditioning it's chasing chickens and turkeys around <laughs> pretty, much, yeah. pretty much yeah sorry you're cold. from uh Georgia yes, sir. like Atlanta suburbs yes, right Marietta yes. area mm-hmm. how in the heck do you find yourself at Iowa Western Community College take us through that story
4: I was I started off just playing one year of high school football um, my grades I, academically I wasn't I wasn't focused and um and so I kind of took the, the junior college route. Um, I had a couple options, but I chose to go to Iowa. That was the best uh, school at the time. They had sent the most players Division One in that conference, and I just kind of took the opportunity and
3: ran with it. All right, so what was your reaction when you first uh, walked into Council Bluffs, Iowa? Um, I got there. I was fully dressed. It was it was 80 degrees. I had on a hoodie and sweatpants.
4: I was expecting for it to be freezing cold. I had never been to Iowa before. I knew nothing about Iowa, so I got there definitely prepared for snow, and it was it was. Steaming hot. It
3: did stay that way, though, didn't no, it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, uh, how did NC State get on your radar, though? Because you're so far away. You're not right. from North Carolina. You're from Georgia. Take us how that right. happened.
4: Well, I, um, I, I redshirted my freshman year. I was able to do pretty good my sophomore year. I finished, like, fourth on the team in, in tackles and numbers. So I was able to be highly recruited and uh, ranked very highly. And um, I had spoken to Coach Patrick previously during the year, and um, and then after the season, he had uh, he had responded to me and gave me some attention and said that he loved my film and he would like to come out and see me.
3: All right, Laurel, you're, you were a little closer to home. You're from North Carolina and you went to Lewisburg for a couple of years. He talks about how uh, NC State was on his radar. Well, it was just down the road from you, obviously. But uh, when you were a freshman there, did you eventually see yourself getting to this level? How did that journey go?
5: Well, my freshman year, you know, it wasn't a lot of um, people reaching out to me as far as D1 schools or that anybody has ever saw my uh, film. So I wasn't worried, but I just knew something would come. So it started, it really came late. Um, My recruitment started in uh, January of my sophomore year. So... And then the NC State was even later. Even state N C State came at the end of the recruitment period, you know, so it's where it's time to pick a school. So I just felt like this was home and I didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, and you had great stats your second
3: year, right, at Lewisburg. Right. Everything kinda of changed. It kinda of clicked for you. What what changed? Why do you did you improve yourself so much and then get yourself in that position where you could be here at
5: N C State? I feel like every year with me within football since I've been in a freshman in high school is just taking that step every year, uh, getting better at something. And that's what I did. I feel like I grew up a little bit um, in the classroom even. And I feel like when I went out that spring, I just had to focus on a lot more things uh, from my freshman year to my sophomore year. So growing up and getting comfortable within the scheme of uh, our defense at Lewisburg, I felt like I could play free and just have fun and just get better. For the
3: both of you, and I'll start with you, Laurel, since you're on a kind of a roll here. You did that first time playing in a big stadium at NC State, what do you remember about it?
5: I definitely remember uh, almost crying coming out of the tunnel uh, because it was just so surreal. Um, and it's just different because you know it's loud. Our fans are always in the game, like watching and like extra. They motivate us, so it was it was everything because I had never played in front of you know 5,000 people before, so. It was just a great experience. And, and, Val, you got
3: your first chance last year. What, right. what do
5: you remember about that first time? Well, I did cry
4: coming, <laughs> coming out of the stadium. I did cry. It was just so surreal to me. I was just so thankful and blessed to be an opportunity to just play football in not only a Division One school, but a Power Five Division One school and a school with great history, great players just like NC State. And I just, I just embraced the moment.
3: Yeah, but you dream about that as a kid, right? Yep. Yeah. You, your Absolutely. earliest dreams, you were thinking about playing big school. Maybe you're in Georgia, Georgia or Georgia Tech or something like that. Val, what's your assessment of the defense's uh, performance thus far?
4: Um, I think that we're, we're really young. I think that we're really young, and uh, that's just something that we've got to work through. I think we have a great set of guys with a lot of hunger and a lot of focus, and I think that we just got to put it together and, and make make it an even greater defense.
3: Coach Patrick, your position coach, he's going to be with us here at a quarter past the hour. Lorel, what has uh, Coach Patrick been emphasizing uh, to you guys, especially coming off the last two weeks and now getting ready for the
5: ACC opener? Just um, cut it loose, play free, um, play aggressive, and – running to the ball um, aggressively, everybody just, um, you know, being intact and knowing what they got to do. How does the the aspect of
3: conditioning and uh, kind of the 12-month-a-year mentality change when you go from, like, a Lewisburg to an NC State? Does it change at all, or is it pretty much the same?
5: Oh, my gosh. It's a huge gap, like – When I first came out here for running, like, it was just terrible. Like, I was just so out of shape when I first got here. Uh, And then when you play football shape and running shape, is two different things. So, that was something I had to get on, too. So, I was – it was just way different for me. Val, did you think you were in good condition until you got here? I thought I was.
4: (laughs) I thought I was.
3: Was that an eye-opening experience, a little bit of a shock? Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. It was just like, we really running. (laughs) Hurt.
3: But – you, you, wouldn't you feel guilty, though, if you didn't do it for Thunder? I, I mean, everybody wants to make Thunder happy, don't they?
4: Right, right. Yeah. Or the, limbo, the yellow Lambo, the Prowler is waiting for you.
3: Well, something's clicked for you because I know that Coach Doran has, has mentioned this, that one reason you're playing so much is because you work hard at it, That's you know, that you get after it. Where does that work ethic come from? Um,
4: I've I, I kind of almost – I've always kind of had it. You know what I'm saying? I, I was raised by a single mother. My mom always taught me, you know what I'm saying, nothing's going to be handed to you. Nothing's going to be given to you. you got to go out and get everything that you earn and deserve. And so when I got here, I just kind of just held my, de- and my held my head down and I just, I just worked, whether it was running, whether it was lifting, you know what I'm saying, anything, you know what I'm saying, learning, just trying to be the best – me, I
6: could be.
3: Well, for those of you who watch the TV show, one with Wolfpack Football, you saw a couple of weeks ago, Lorel was talking about his brother, who is a twin and uh, has had his struggles along the way. He was battling cancer there for a while. Uh, how's he
5: coming along now? He's doing great. You know, um, he just had his, well, his third game is this week, and I got to see his first game. Um, I was so lucky to see his first game back. Um, and, you know, I'm just glad he's able to play this year because um, it means a lot to me, so. I mean, it's just, I'm, we're just blessed to be in the situation of last year, you know, he was in the hospital, I'm going to see him, and his hair is coming out, and this year he got full head of hair, and you know he's running the ball again, so it's just, it's really a blessing, and I mean, I'm just so happy for him. He's, he's a Winston-Salem, is right. that right? Okay, right. Winston-Salem State, right? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, okay. Tell us a little bit, for
3: those who are unfamiliar with the story, kind of the battle that he's had to overcome here the last few years.
5: So, um, you know, going into my uh, second year here, um, you know, I'm working extremely hard in the summer, um, doing summer workouts, you know, I'm trying to get a defense. Uh, and I'm working hard, you know. And my brother, you know, he's coming up every weekend. Um, but he mentions, he's like, man, something, it's hurting me. Like, something's hurting me. So then he goes see a doctor, tell him, um, you know, it's just something else. Then he got a second opinion. The second opinion told him it was cancer. So when he told me, it kind of broke me. But then it just kind of made me think, like, OK, you got cancer like you're not gonna be able to play this year i got to play for you and you know one thing we always did we played together we always played together so it was different for us going to two different schools so when they told him that it broke me down but then it built me up at the same time um and that built me up just i feel like it carried me throughout the season it helped me play harder much harder because anything i got to go through is like compared to cancer you know cancer is something that kills a lot of people but it didn't kill him and it just made us stronger like as a family as brothers as twins like I feel like that carried me throughout the whole season. And now I'm playing for him even still. Um, But that's just something, you know, he had to go through. And now, like I said, I'm just so glad for him being able to play again.
3: Now, most twins are inseparable. Is it hard for you guys being apart?
5: Yeah, I mean, we got used to it now. But we talk every day, every other day. um, You know, we communicate a lot. I know when something's wrong with him. he know when something's wrong with me. So, I mean, we're, we're really, really close. Even though we're fraternal twins, but we're really close. So. Now, I'm
3: told earlier today that your mom is in the restaurant business. Yes, sir. Tell us what's going on there.
5: Well, she has a, a soul food restaurant that she owns in Elizabethtown, North Carolina. Y'all check it out, uh, 315 Martin Luther King. It's called Glenda's Just Desserts and Lunch Counter. She has soul food uh, from fried chicken to stew beef and rice, um, all types of stuff. Uh, she has the best desserts in town. I mean, it's great. Y'all should check it out when you out in the Elizabethtown area, Bladen County.
3: Uh, I've done a little scouting report, and I find out that you're, uh, you can do some damage in the kitchen.
5: Oh, absolutely. Too. Is that right? Ab- absolutely. Can he
3: cook, Val? Has he yes. cook for
4: you? I, L'Rell was my first roommate when I got here. And every night you come home and you know, you know what I'm saying, L'Rell is cooking. Ah, wow. <laughs> every night L'Rell is cooking. That's good cook. news when Lorelle's is cooking. clean the dishes, but he'll cook.
5: So
3: what's the go-to, L'Rell? What's number one?
5: Let's see. Um, I cook spaghetti. That's good. Uh, salmon, cheese rice, mixed vegetables, and broccoli, garlic broccoli. We need to get you a, uh, we need to get you a cooking show then. I, I'll take you, definitely. I, I'll go crazy on that, too. Anything you want.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Val? I don't know if you can upstage that. You got any special talents that we
4: um, need to know about? I, I mean, I like, I like to cook. I prefer not to, though. I'm, I'm kind of the, the lazy person when it comes to doing the dishes. You know, if I cook, I'm looking for somebody to do the dishes. But I like
5: to cook. I, I'm not really a big cooker, though.
3: It would be kind of intimidating to cook for Laurel, wouldn't
5: it? I'm, I'm so good. Not, I'm definitely not eating anything he puts on the story. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not.
3: That was going to be my next question. What, uh, I don't know if it's how big an adjustment it was for you guys going to three down linemen this year. Um, can you speak to that, Val, what kind of adjustment it was for you?
4: I mean, I, th- I think that it will help us. You know what I'm saying? In the long run, you take the, you take the three down linemen and you help, you know what I'm saying, put an extra DB on the field to help with the pass. And you see a lot of teams now, they kind of have that spread offense where they like to pass a lot. You know what I'm saying? There's not too many teams out there that's just going to try to run the ball there and throw every down. You know, so I think the three down front would definitely, definitely help us as far as being a better pass defense.
3: And Larell kind of allows you to float around, right? You Man. play it outside and inside.
5: I tell, I tell Coach just almost every other day, like, I love it. Like, I love everything about it. Like, everything I have to do, um, I feel like my job, I mean, just as long as you play aggressive, you can play it and be a great player in it. So I, I love it a lot
3: now val i saw that you lettered in three varsity sports and that you were actually at that time the only athlete in the country who lettered in three varsity sports what were the sports and how did you go about managing the time to do that
4: i did uh football track and field and i wrestled i wrestled and um both of those outside anything outside of football was actually an accident i didn't i didn't you know to try to do track and field or try to do wrestling but I, um, I like to consider myself a, a quick learner. So when I was given the opportunity to learn a new sport, I kind of took advantage of it and I became good at that sport. I like to learn. I like to I like to learn new
3: things and I like to be good at anything I do. Now, Laurel, I saw that you played fullback at East Bladen. Yes, sir. So were a lot of high school kids kind of getting out of the way when, when you came... Get the football in your hands, come up through
5: there. Absolutely, me and uh, Pharrell both. So you got two six-two running backs in a two-eight uh, football like bracket. You definitely don't want to tackle them.
3: You kind of envious last year of Bradbury when he got the ball in his hands for a touchdown?
5: Nah, but I'm definitely waiting on my side to get a, a <laughs> touchdown just like that, too.
3: Uh, Val, your first time at uh, Doe Campbell Stadium against Florida State on uh, Saturday yes, night. Sir. How excited are you about this opportunity?
4: I'm excited. I'm you know, so everybody knows Florida State is a, is a pretty well-known historical uh, college. And um, I love it. It's going to be my first, my first um, away game there. And I just look I just to go down and, and just handle our business.
3: Well, you guys come back with a win, all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go grab some dinner. Val Martin and Laurel Murchison here on the first segment of Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn. We thank you so much for listening to us tonight on the uh, broadcast. And fans, make sure you head to Fuquay Arena this Saturday, September 28th. That's game day from 530 to 630 p.m. to listen to the Lowe's Foods Countdown to Kickoff pregame radio show, which will be live from Papa Murphy's Pizza. You don't want to miss all the fun with chances to win a variety of prizes so come join Andrew Sanders and the gang uh, and take home a Papa Murphy's pizza for dinner that's coming up on Saturday at 5 30 defensive line coach Kevin Patrick is on his way so you stay with us you're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn from Learfield IMG College Re-return, we'll pack weekly with Dave Dorn. Head coach of the pack will be with us at the bottom of the hour to talk about NC State football and the upcoming road trip to Tallahassee. State's going to tangle with the Seminoles on Saturday night. 7.30 will be the kickoff time. We'll begin our pregame coverage at 5.30. Hey. Uh, Come on out join us here at the uh, Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill. It's on Hillsborough Street, conveniently located to the Beltline. This is a great time of year to spend some time here at the Brickhouse because not only do you have the college football, the pro football, uh, the Major League Baseball regular season ends this weekend, which means the playoffs start next week. That's always an exciting time. And uh, no better place to come and uh, spend time with your friends, enjoy a great meal and uh, watch all the sports action with all the uh, televisions that they have mounted here at the Brickout Sports Bar and Grill. All right, now our next guest on the show, he, uh, he's got some street cred, all right? As a football player, he was an All-American in 1993. He won a national championship in college. He was the Big East Defensive Player of the Year. He's in the Miami Sports Hall of Fame. I know he's hating that I'm running down this list. But you gotta you gotta establish some credibility with your guests. If you have great guests on the show, you establish the cred right away. Did I leave out anything?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. the only thing that I would complain about, you can leave all that stuff out. I know what it is. I know what it is. Two national two championships. national right. championships. The, the opportunity to say you're number one yes, in your life at twice. any point in the world, you take that with you to the grave. That's that's something special. So I, I hang on to that. Yeah. That's uh, defensive
3: line coach Captain Patrick, who is with us here on the show now. Yeah. That that's the one maybe that i shouldn't have left out the others yeah you throw all those other ones away that is a unique thing
1: to yeah, be able to say
3: and what do you do with your rings what where are they
1: they're in my safe I, and my, they're, they're in a box for each of my girls I, I i don't even get to see them anymore they each they each claimed one my, my oldest gets the first one my youngest gets the second one and and
3: your daughters are athletes, too, right? Yes, they are. What are, what are they up to? Uh, volleyball.
1: Okay. I'm a matter of fact, we started over here, and I was looking up at the screen. There's, there's volleyball. You know, you're I never watched it. it before. Oh, no. okay. I, I, Football is my first. Volleyball is my second. You know, so.
3: Do, uh, do you ever tell your guys about, the, you know, not so much you individually as a player, but uh, what it takes to be not only an, a national champion, a two-time national champion?
1: Um, You know, I never really talk about national championships. You know, I think, you know, I talk to him a lot of times, you know, part of my process, Mm -hmm. you know, and how I went through the process, not only in high school, but getting into my first year and so forth and kind of how that process went. But, uh, you know, we never talked about national championships in college either. We just talked about winning each day, you know, and never jinxed ourselves. And I, I just talk about the process. I think that's where the meat of it is. That's where all the. All the, the best part is right there. It's not yeah. the end of the road. It's, you know, what goes into it yeah. as you travel down in that journey. Yeah, the championship teams don't get ahead of themselves. No, That's kind of no. part of the magic, right? No, it's just like, you know, Coach D does not we have big signs one day at a time. You know, I'm just trying to win this minute, the next minute, and then, you know, win the day as a whole, and then we move on. I've
3: heard the saying that getting there is difficult, but staying there is harder. Do you buy
1: that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I can go back a lot of times – you know you get to that point everybody's shooting for you i mean it could be a two and ten t- you know two and nine team uh you know it didn't matter i mean that was their bowl game you know everybody's wanting to knock off the champ and you know and that's the hardest part. It, it on forces top.
3: you to be sharp everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's small up, up there on the
1: top point. of that mountain. and <laughs> you know, it's easy to fall off if you're not paying attention. So.
3: Well, since you were at Miami, uh, you're making a return to Tallahassee here this week, and Of course, you were there with NC State a couple of years ago because you're in your third year here with us uh, at NC State. But uh, I asked you this. I know what the answer is. But um, were you a part of any of those wide right games yes. involving Florida State and Miami?
1: Yes. I was on the field, yes. I mean, the first one, I was there. I think it was my hand that sw- swiped it over. <laughs> or the, you know, just I directed the air, it. Yeah, yeah just a hair, yeah, just, yeah. You know, just push it a little bit over to the left or to the right. or left, there right.
3: Almost surreal to see that happen twice, though. I mean, I know it is for Florida State. You're on the winning
1: side, so. I, I believe we willed that to happen. Yep. We imposed our will on them. We imposed it on the O-line. We imposed it on the quarterback, the kicker, the holder, everybody. This is what's going to happen know, mm-hmm. well, we knew it.
3: Tell us about those two young men that we just had up here. They were great.
1: No, they're awesome. I mean, uh, you know, merch as I call him, I mean, you know, great human being, you know, great young man. We, we just actually, they were up there meeting with me and we came over kind of together, uh, you know, very dialed in, very serious about what he does and how he does it. Uh, you know, uh, you, you just can't speak enough about, you know, all the great things he is off the field. You know, we know he's a great player on the field, you know, but as you get to know Murch, he's a great person off the field as well. And, you know, Val, another great human being, got a great family. Uh, His mother's Aziz, one of my favorite names, but one of my my favorite moms. uh, I mean, just what what Val's done since he 's been here, and uh, I, I chuckled too when you asked him about being in shape because that was that was probably the biggest shocker for him when he got here,, yeah. uh, but done it a superb job just he 's bought in he 's a team player, and he 's just been doing a great job, and great human beings, great people we got great people around us,
3: yeah, both of them are saying that they thought they were in shape until they got here, and they learned otherwise but how sound fundamentally and it may be different with each guy, but how sound fundamentally you JUCO guys at a defensive line position when you get
6: them here?
1: I, I think all guys coming in, no matter whether they come from a JUCO or from a uh, from a high school, you know, they got a lot of work to do. I mean, sometimes they're a little bit more developed. They get a little bit more coaching at the JUCO level, and they both did that. I mean, uh, they, without a doubt, had that at their junior college, but... Uh, you know, it's a challenge for anybody coming in. And, you know, because the speed of the game's different. The talent in the game's different. I mean, and, uh, it requires a little bit of different play. Yeah. And um, But I, those guys adjusted well and did a great job, and I couldn't be happier.
3: Has Laurel ever cooked you dinner?
1: No, nah, I'd let Laurel. Laurel's got a f- uh, his family's got a restaurant somewhere in the f- – I think his mom and dad have their own restaurant. Right. So, you know, there's some cooking in his, you know, in his genes. But like I told Val, he probably couldn't burn cornflakes, you know. He could <laughs> pour a good bowl, as he said, but he couldn't burn <laughs> cornflakes. But I – I don't know. Maybe I'll let him feed me one time. We'll start with a grilled cheese or something, and he'll move up.
3: Well, he gave uh, Laurel and his family a free commercial tonight. They're probably lined up out oh, the really? door down there. Yeah. yeah, we
1: keep saying we're going to go over there, and we're going to make our trip over there at some point in time, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That will be fun. Soul is always good, too. Oh, there was no doubt about that.
3: What's your assessment of the defensive line so far?
1: You know, uh, you know, these guys have gotten some ups and downs You know, throughout the year. You look at it just you know, starting in 2019, uh, and they've done a good job of really bonding together. We've had some bumps and bruises, some little changes here and there, and I've been really impressed with how steadfast they've been, and how and just dialed in they continually be every day, and, and the challenges we put before them. And uh, we got a great group of guys, and these guys have done a superb job. And and they'll tell you the same thing. They got to get better. They know they got to get. Better. Their ceiling's still up there. There's still a lot more to give, and they know that. And, uh, uh, but the continuity that the merches and the Vows and the James and, the, you know, the Contes and et cetera and how they're bonding together every day, every week, every week, every day, every minute, they're getting stronger and stronger together. Yeah,
3: you mentioned James. James Smith-Williams, a graduate, and uh, he's done a terrific job when he's been healthy here at NC State. That's been an issue at time, and he's you've been without him for, for a couple of weeks here. He's now. been
1: healthy since I've been here. Yeah. I mean, I've mean, i I've heard that before. He had a little bit, you know, early on in his career, and uh you know, James has, you know, had some bumps and bruises, yeah, you know. It's yeah. a D-line in his life, you know what I mean? That's what you're going to – you know, that's how that's it's going to feel. It's part how it's going to be. Um, but he's battled through it, you yeah. know. And there's, you know, yeah, there, there, will, there will be more to come, sure. you know. But that's just our life. But he's done a great job. Yeah, what you been missing, though, not having him the last couple of weeks? Oh, it's, it's – you know, with James – he's a veteran uh-huh. he's played a lot of football so when you, you when he's not out there you're missing that mm-hmm. you know and he's got a very high football iq on top of that so he sees things more than the next guy might see or a younger guy might see he reacts quicker mm-hmm. he's you know his reaction time's a lot even a lot better so you can just tell when james isn't out there you know it's a little bit different but i tell you what though i mean i say that i mean conte has come in and just really filled in uh, bolt to pelly bolts come in and Helped out These guys, and again, it goes back to your earlier question, really bond together and, hey, what do you want me to do, Coach? You want me to play here? You want me to play here? Whatever it is that you want us to do, we'll do. And they've done that. And, 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 and you know, to replace guys who are not able to make it out there for that day or that game. You mentioned Bull. What's his upside look like? Uh, he, he, he's done a – I mean, this last week I saw him really turn a corner a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's – He's learning the game, controlling his body a little bit more, and that takes time. And you know, when you got 300 pound guys coming at you from two different directions. You got to gain that strength. You got to get that reaction time down a little bit more, and you just got to get that game going a little bit more. And he's seeing it clearer now, and again, it'll continue to get better. But he's he's done a tremendous job. Yeah,
3: there's an old expression. He looks good getting off the bus. Right?
1: He does look good getting off the bus. I look at him sometimes. That big, long, strappy mouth. Like, look at this. That son of a gun. He's pretty as we say in our yeah, game. Yeah, that boy's pretty. Though. Yeah, he had Savion yeah, both. Yeah. Savion's a good-looking bus. dude yeah. too. All of them are. We got some good-looking guys.
3: A guy who uh, had spurts last year would make plays using his quickness, Aleem McNeil. Where do you see him going? What's the next level look like for him?
1: You know, Aleem's been doing it. You know, you look at it. He's really been a defensive lineman for one year. And uh, that's probably been his biggest challenge, learning how to play with his hand in the dirt. And really understanding what he's capable of doing and doing it consistently every day, and that's with all the guys, but the Liam specifically, his ceiling's so high. Probably, I mean, there's, I won't say he's the most talented guy we got, but there's nobody more talented than him. That's got in, and now he's got to, be, you know, learn to use it, and continue to use it, and be consistent with it every day. And he's doing that. He had an exceptional game the other day. He did, played his tail off.
3: Did Joshua Harris kind of tease you a little bit back during the spring
1: game? Did Josh? Yeah.
3: The well, way he played. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was a yeah, yeah, one-man record crew. Yeah. In.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Josh Josh is a big boy now. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who looks good getting off the bus. I mean, he looks like the bus. You know, everybody's kind of on his back. But uh, he's a he's a big human being. And, he's you know, he's got a long way to go, but he's doing a really good job shaping his body up and really learning how to play the game. You know, and that's just part of the process.
3: Well, right now, so far, through four games, defense is allowing 2.9 yards per rush. Uh, only 76 yards per game on the ground. That's third in the ACC. Um, when you're measuring the success of a defensive line, is that where it all starts, defending the run?
1: Oh, absolutely. Defending the run, uh, to me, that's where it starts. And denying points, you know, whether it be touchdowns or field goals, blocking them. I mean, that's, I mean that, to me, that's a definite. I, I look at it like this, too. At the end of the day, it's just about winning. Mm-hmm. If we win, we get a W, oh man, I'm happy. There's always room for improvement. Uh, we gotta stop the run. That's part of the process. Mm-hmm. We get the opportunity to rush to pass it, we gotta have some fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have an opportunity to deny points, whether it be on a goal line or a PAT field goal or a field you know, field goal situation. I mean we gotta deny points. So uh
3: what kind of mentality does it take to stop the run and do so consistently as you guys have really done here in the program the last three years? Well,
1: I, I say it like this, and I say it in, in our room all the time. you got to chew nails and drink gasoline. That's what kind of player you've got to be, especially up front. And, uh, and that's the kind of mentality you've got. I don't, you know, I, I love the nice guys. I love all that stuff. I want them to be great guys off the field. <laughs> when you get on that field, I want you to chew nails and drink gasoline. I want you to be a whipper. You know what I mean? So, uh You've you got to be a tough SOB. And, you, you, you know, listen, not only myself, but, I mean, you, you go from Coach Hawks and all the way up to Coach Dorn, that's demands there too now, and right. it rolls all the way down.
3: Well, we thank you for your time and uh, good luck. And upon your return to Tallahassee, you've got a good record there. I, think,
1: I do. So I think I've lost as a coach and player there once. Oh, okay. So I'm proud of that. Yep. I am proud of that. Well, keep I like going. playing away games more than I do anything do else. You? Oh, yeah. Nothing like going in somebody else's house and having a little bit of success. That's true. We're going to keep an eye on you this weekend, all right? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Be good, guys.
3: Kevin Patrick here with us on uh, Wolfpack Weekly with uh, Dave Dorn. I remind you that Waste Industries and NC State are proud to be back again this season promoting Wolfpack excellence through the Zero Waste Program. Remember to take your cans and bottles to the recycle zones located in the parking lots and on the stadium concourse, promote Wolfpack excellence and recycle. Coach Dorn is coming up next. You'll take your questions on Twitter, at Pack Radio, or the email address is DoranRadio at gmail.com. We return with a coach after this. You're listening to NC State football from Learfield IMG College.
1: There's something out there for you and me And the American road
2: is calling
1: spirit.
0: Sammy's Tap and Grill has been serving the Raleigh area since the year 2000. Sammy's is famous for their fantastic food and fun atmosphere and known for their 44 taps and over 70 TVs. Check out their lunch and after 9 p.m. specials and keep them in mind for large parties or watching your favorite team among friends. Sammy's Tap and Grill is located between NC State's University Main and Centennial Campus on Avent Ferry Road at the Mission Valley Shopping Center or visit Sammy'sTapGrill.com
2: and check out their menu and catering options. Quality Equipment is homegrown, made up of your family, friends, and neighbors. Growing up with the smell of fresh-cut grass, the sound of touchdown victories in the yard, and the pride of owning a John Deere tractor. We work hard to provide your land with what it needs at a price you can afford, and we go above and beyond for what you need. Here, you're not just a sale. You're a part of the Quality Equipment family. Visit Quality Equipment for our best John Deere tractor deals, or better yet, stop by any of our 27 locations across North Carolina and Virginia. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men in a Truck, we make it easy. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our 96% referral rate and courteous background-checked movers. We are local and affordable. When you're ready, give us a call or find us online for a free estimate at twomenandatruck.com. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men in a Truck, Wolfpack supporters serving the triangle for 15 years teamwork it's what being the best is all about at unc rex healthcare we're working as a team to provide you with innovative care and compassion whether you're in the game in the stands at home or anywhere in between trust that our expertise and personalized services will be at your side to help ensure your best always shines through to learn more visit rexhealth.com sports Tony Hayes here with Brother Fountain
3: of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure
2: financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for the future. Coach Doran has a game plan, and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern
3: North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. From Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, a reminder, Gladwell Orthodontics is giving one lucky kid each game the opportunity to be the T-Kid of the game to register for your chance at the unique experience. Go to gopack.com backslash T-Kid. And we are here at the Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill on Hillsborough Street in Raleigh. Coach Dorn has joined us now to talk about his NC State football team upcoming trip to Tallahassee in the battle with Florida State, Saturday night at 730. You got a question for Coach D. You can send it in on Twitter, at Pack Radio, or the email address is Radio at gmail.com. Now, Coach D is a music enthusiast. He knows what he likes. If somebody came to you and said you got one last song that
6: you could listen to, what would you pick? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a tough one johnny cash willie nelson Um, uh, like maybe merle haggard yeah heaven was a drink of wine yeah. well there you go pretty good song well that's kind of a good last song anyway yeah. if you think
3: about it heaven yeah. was a, a, a good glass of wine uh, is laurel murchison the next iron chef in your mind is no you I don't potential know. There? he's
6: never cooked for me it's hard for me to give you that I are you know. kind of
3: curious to see how that will yeah. work
6: out yeah yeah i'd like to see that uh,
3: Are you glad to have a road game under your belt right now heading into this one?
6: Yeah, and uh, obviously a lot to learn from in that game um, all the way around. So, you know, glad we had that opportunity to learn. And, you know, obviously we need to bring our stuff from home, (laughs) (laughs) pack it in our suitcases and get down there and have that energy.
3: Playing on the road presents unique challenges beyond you're just going into somebody else's stadium. I think about these two trips, for instance. Like when you went up to uh, West Virginia, uh, NC State lands at an airport that's about an hour away. It was about an hour bus ride up to Morgantown. And then after the game, it's another hour bus ride, get back on the charter. And you'll have similar bus time, I think, essentially here in Tallahassee because the the hotel is – yeah, Down the road. That's special, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. And uh, I think Crawfordville, <clears throat> Florida or something along those lines. Is that something that, as a coach, I mean, you're concerned and worried about everything. Does that does that concern you when you go on the road? That, those sorts of things are a little bit different.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's just you, your guys got to just be flexible. I mean, each road trip's different. You know, That's the thing that, but they're also, you know, as a player, I think there's a lot of great memories of being on the road with your teammates, you know, and it's a great opportunity to go to a place like Florida State. They have so much tradition. You know, it's an awesome stadium. It's a great place to play, and, and obviously winning our last time down there, it's a special place if you can win. Not a lot of people do it down there, and uh, <clears throat> you know, for us going down there and staying at this place out in the country, and you know, having the bus ride, the thing that stinks about the whole deal is playing at night on the road. You know, I mean, we won't get home till 2 or 3 in the morning, and really probably three or four before you're in bed
3: yeah and it's a night game and uh, then you'll have the bus ride back in there that's kind of a long trip but it's a long day at a hotel how do you what (laughs) kind of uh, what what kind of tricks are there to keep your guys engaged and and sharp and focused
6: well they'll sleep in a little bit and then you get them up and have you know eat Uh, they'll meet with their coaches and uh, have some time to talk through the tests that we give them and Then they usually walk them around, you know. This place is on a golf course, so we'll go out and walk around just to keep them moving and feed them. And then they'll watch a little college football. Usually get to watch the noon game, you know. And we'll come back down and kind of go through our normal routine from that point on, the the walk-through, you know, fellowship that we do. and. Um, team meeting and a highlight tape.
3: How big of a job is it for your operations staff to
6: organize a road trip? Yeah. And,
3: and how involved are you in all that?
6: It's amazing. You know what Adam Clark and Pete Rowley and resets are do. Uh, you're moving 72 players, you know, um, probably 30 staff members total. And And then you have, you know, administrators that are on the trip. And so, you know, we got to have buses and planes and food and You know, uh, all the hydration stuff that goes along with it, your team doctors, your cheerleaders. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of moving parts. And then you got to put them up in hotels and make sure that you don't forget anybody, you know. (laughs) So it's a lot of stuff going on. And those guys do a phenomenal job.
3: Uh, I just want to make sure that Adam and Pete got a mention here tonight.
6: That was a shout-out to the op staff. They'll appreciate shout that. Shout-out,
3: yeah, and it's particularly yeah. busy this week because the hotels are kind of in a remote location, and it's, it's, it's a different deal than a lot of the other road trips. Uh, well, obviously, for your team coach, it's a bad year to be a captain, unfortunately. Uh, Dylan Ottenreith, the latest captain to – Go down with an injury, a season-ending injury. So you'll hope to have him back next year. But what kind of value did he bring to your football team?
6: Yeah, Dylan's a great young man, and uh, was, you know, an a- integral part of the vocal leadership of our offense. We have a lot of l- guys that I would call uh, leaders by example, silent type guys like a and Thayer that just work their butts off and don't say a lot. Uh, Dylan was the one that would kind of stand up and talk and, and voice opinions on that side of the football, and so. He's very encouraging. Uh, he's got great observation skills, and he listens well to his teammates. So, you know, we'll miss him in that role, but he'll continue to support his teammates. I know he will. Um, you know, Thayer obviously did a good job in that role last week. Had a punt return for a touchdown, big third down catch. So, I wouldn't say it's all bad luck, you know. And James is back playing this week too. So, you know, we're getting him back off the list.
3: Well, I think you started camp with 11 seniors and now yeah. it's down to seven active seniors on the roster. I don't remember seeing a number like that. Does that uh, force certain guys on your team to really grow up fast?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's unique. You know, the opportunity we have with these young guys is they're going to get a lot better throughout this year. Um, you know, but you miss experience. You know, you do. I mean, there's certain parts of the game where you see things, you are know, like, man, I There's nothing I can do for that Mm -hmm. you know I mean he's got to go through that and uh, so it's challenging at the same time it's fun to think yeah I'm gonna have this guy for three more years (laughs) you know and he's pretty good so you know there's the ups and downs of that and uh, losing Tyrone you know losing CJ our two Rileys Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know bad uh, year to be a Riley yeah that hurt quite a bit uh, losing those two guys and having Nick out you know uh, hopefully we'll get him back for the next one but you know, anytime you lose an experienced good football player, it's not a good thing. And it does give other guys opportunities. And now it's their responsibility to step up. All right. We want to tell you it is mosquito season, which means
3: your pets are at a greater risk for heartworms. Members of the North Carolina Veterinary Medical Association remind you to love your pet. See a vet and beat heartworms through prescribed treatments to keep your pet in the game. More, more with the coach when we come back. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn from Learfield IMG College.
2: Red, 18. this season you can share a coke with your team on it so I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback
0: Sally, 44.
2: you can share a coke with a coach a mascot or an MVP
0: jelly, jelly, jelly.
2: you can even share a coke with your rival on game day Pike. share a
6: coke with a fan
0: this season ice cold delicious
6: hey Wolfpack fans this is head coach Dave Doran share a coke is back for football season when you're stocking up for game day be sure to grab a coke and share it with a friend share a coke and go pack.
2: The tradition, the rivalries, ACC football is back on Sirius XM. We've got 24-7 talk and analysis on Sirius XM ACC radio from hosts like Mark Packer, Chris Patola, Roddy Jones, and me, Wes Durham, as well as live play-by-play. Try us out for free on your phone, online, and at home, and take your team with you anywhere you go. Get a free trial at SiriusXM.com slash Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot.
1: Great view. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light. The official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
2: Take the field with a winning lineup from combines and tractors to a complete line of hay and forage tools. Case IH offers the equipment you need to have a championship season for a limited time. Get 0% financing on top performing new case IH equipment. Visit your local case IH dealer or go to case Wolfpack for commercial use only customer participation, subject to credit qualification and CNH industrial capital America, LLC approval standard terms, conditions, and other restrictions apply. Down payment may be required.
5: Being a Farm Bureau insurance agent means being local. It means insuring your child's first car and standing beside you after a storm. It's more than a business to us. It's a friendship. So call an agent who calls North Carolina home. Because when you need us, we're there in every county, every day. North Carolina Farm Bureau insurance, helping you is what we do best.
3: The passion, the tradition, the rivalries. ACC football is back on Sirius XM. Sirius XM ACC radio has live play-by-play plus 24-7 talk and analysis from hosts like Mark Packer, Chris Patola, Roddy Jones, and Wes Durham. Try it for free online at SiriusXM.com accsxm at home or on your phone you so tomorrow. you can take your team anywhere you go. Our D linemen are heading out. I'm sure they're going to go home, coach, and uh, hydrate and get Uh, a lot of rest. Merge, merge, make sure you eat again. (laughs) Okay. All right. See you, Val. There they go. They're uh, good players and did a nice job on the show tonight here as well. We're at uh, Brick House Sports Bar and Grill for Wolfpack Weekly. with we coach Dave Dorn as the pack gets ready for the trip down to Florida State. Kind of looking at the breakdown of the uh, snaps played by guys in this particular game of Ball State. Amezi went from 81 snaps the week before to 63. Devin Carter, these are receivers, by the way. Devin Carter went from 79 snaps to Fifty-four. So there were fewer snaps for your offense in this game. But that, was that just kind of the mission you were hoping to accomplish?
6: Yeah, I mean, we wanted to get Cecil Powell uh, and Max Fisher in the game. Uh, also, you know, you saw Thayer playing in multiple positions, getting Tabari in the game a little bit more and allowing Thayer to spell the outside guys and just trying to get them all in more of an even play count so they can play fast and not be fatigued. You had glowing remarks about Thayer Thomas in your
3: uh, presser on Monday about his overall consistency. Would you take about 60 more of those
6: guys? Yeah, no, he's he's, uh, exactly what you hope for. You talk about the intangibles of uh, a guy. He's, He's selfless. He works hard. He doesn't ask for anything. He just grinds and he produces. And he's the same guy every day. I mean, that's. You know, for all of us that run businesses, you love people that are productive, that are consistent, you know, and that's what he is.
3: And they had the great punt return to really help break it open for NC State in the game against Ball State the other day.
6: Is he a little bit faster than maybe some people give him credit for? He's a lot faster than people think, and he's really quick. I mean, his first 10 yards uh, are elite. When you look at 10-yard dashes and and his ability to run a five ten five shuttle, it's an elite speed that he can get to. So that's the best part of him is just he's top speed in his first ten yards, you know. And so some guys can't do that, but uh that's why he's a good punt returner.
3: After reviewing the last two games, any conclusions drawn on why this offense will get hot in the second quarter <laughs> and then they come out in the third quarter and they can't sustain it. By the way, yeah. you're not the only team that's going through some of that stuff right now.
6: Yeah. Oh, well, Florida State's a first quarter team, right. you know. And, I couldn't give you the answer. I mean, obviously, we've studied it. You know, we've had drives. We just haven't scored in those quarters. And and really, it comes down to execution. I'm not sure why it's easier in the second. I know we make adjustments in the first. Um, It's something we've got to fix and and are working to fix, you know, particularly in the third quarter. You know, I think the first quarter, a lot of times you're feeling teams out early in the season that may be doing something that you didn't see them do before because they've made adjustments from their last game. And the second quarter, you've got those in place. But uh, we've got to do a better job. The third quarter is such a critical quarter for us, you know, to be able to get more points on the board.
3: I know you were disappointed coming out of West Virginia having that punt block because it was such a critical play in the third quarter. Yeah. and You wanted to get this team back on track with special teams. And certainly NC State dominated special teams uh, the other night, uh, not only with a punt return by Thayer, a block punt by Matt Fisher that led for a touchdown. But you look at the makeup of this particular team. Is this one of those teams that has absolutely got to win special teams every week against good competition.
6: Yeah, I mean, if we're going to have a chance, that's the third of the game that we've got to be elite for sure because special teams is about speed in the open field, and we do have young players that are really fast, and that's the one thing where it doesn't matter that you're inexperienced, you know, because it's just you and one other guy. There's a lot of grass, and it's beat him, And, and so for us, we're getting better, you know. I mean, I wouldn't say we're where we want to be. It was a very good performance, I think they learned a lot on those units. Uh, had a critical error, as you mentioned, and you know our personal protector is going to probably have to remember that the rest of his life, you know, from that West Virginia thing, because that was a complete mental bust. But uh, I thought the guys bounced back, you know. And when you have a guy kicking off like we do with Trent Gill, it helps. Wow. But you got a guy punting, the same guy, Trent Gill, you know, kicker, our snapper. I mean, we, we've got good specialists, man. We really do.
3: Yeah, Gill, 47 yards per punt. That's yeah. third in the ACC. Six touchbacks on seven kickoffs on Saturday. 28 kickoffs this year. 15 have been, have been for touchbacks. Did you expect him to have this type of
6: success coming in? I was hoping so. I mean, you got to give him credit. He's one of the most improved players on our roster. and. Uh, worked really hard dedicated a lot of his personal time this summer and he was here a lot on his own just working on his craft and you know worth Gregory and, and uh coach Goble I know support him and but you know you, you only get what you invest and I think that's the one thing he invested in a lot and now the returns gonna match it and it's, it's impressive to see it
3: final segment coming up with coach Dorn stay with us you're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn from Learfield IMG College
0: don't just throw a tailgate, own the tailgate with a Bojangles Big Bow Box. Only Bojangles brings the flavor to every tailgate with mouthwatering chicken, fresh buttery biscuits, flavorful fixings and freshly steeped legendary iced tea. Because how can you expect to win the game if you don't win the tailgate? Own the tailgate and feed all the hungry tailgaters in your group with an eight, 12 or 20 piece Big Bow Box. Bojangles, it's bow time y'all.
3: Hey, Wolfpack fans, this is Tony Haynes. Make Amedeo's a part of your pre- or post-game routine. Amedeo's has been serving the best Italian food in the Triangle since 1963. Amedeo's uses authentic family recipes and the freshest ingredients. Are you hungry for some of their famous homemade lasagna or oven-baked pizza? Then stop by and enjoy a good meal. And true NC State atmosphere where pictures and autographed memorabilia cover the walls. They're located just inside the Beltline on Western Boulevard. Amedeo's Italian Restaurant, a Wolfpack family tradition for pre-game, post-game, and every meal in between. There's
1: something out there for you and me,
3: and the
2: American road is calling, so what's it gonna be?
1: Hey, it's an amazing day, traveling our own highway, no matter where it leads us, we can smile, cause it's meaning in the mind. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Hi Raleigh,
2: get ready. Your new Wegmans opens September 29th. I'm Hallie, your store manager. Wegmans has been a family owned company since 1916 and we work hard to offer a one of a kind food shopping experience. Join us for our grand opening September 29th at 7 a.m. Visit Wegmans.com Raleigh to learn more and be sure to create your free Shoppers Club account to receive coupons, inspiration and special offers. Welcome to your Wegmans Raleigh. Gigi's Playhouse Raleigh is part of a national nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a place for individuals with Down syndrome to belong. The positive and uplifting environment of Gigi's Playhouse empowers those with Down syndrome and their families to reach their highest potential with custom curriculum in literacy, math, motor skills, self-esteem, and job coaching, all while fostering acceptance. And Gigi's Playhouse offers all programs for free. Come visit Gigi's Playhouse Raleigh at 2887 Jones-Franklin Road to see how we are changing lives daily. Look at this house, Brad.
1: Just a place for some songwriting inspiration. It could be a song about home insurance or auto insurance or a car-home bundle with Nationwide. Two songs in one. What would you call that, a
2: crossover? I think it's more of a mash-up, Peyton. Yeah, a mash-up. Genius. Let's make a mashup. Nationwide is a proud partner of NC State Athletics. Get a quote or find an agent at Nationwide.com. Savings compared to standalone price of each policy. Products availability varies by state agent and other factors. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company, Columbus, Ohio.
3: We return to the Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill on Hillsborough Street. in Raleigh, I'm Tony Hayes, with the head coach of the pack, Dave Dorn. And uh, those of you listening on radio wouldn't know this, but uh, tonight, Coach D and I actually have our own name tags here on the table. So just makes you feel important, doesn't it? It's big time when you got the got the name tag (laughs) on. Well, we were talking about special teams before the break, Coach, and uh, Max Fisher with the block punt. That was awesome. I, I know you study opposing protections, uh, long snappers, how long it takes him to get the ball back there to putter, yeah. a variety of things that you look at. And when you go into the game like that, was there a feeling you had a shot
6: to get to one of those? Yeah. I mean, we've rushed on average two punts, you know, a game and we've been close. Uh, I thought we should have blocked the first one. Will Dabbs just missed the first one. And so, you know, kind of late in the game and things were tight and, uh, just said to Todd, I think we need to try to block this thing, you know, and. He's like, I think we got it. And the guy that blocked it, Max, wasn't the guy we thought was going to be unblocked. We thought Lias or Will Dabbs were going to be free. And uh, you've got to give Max credit if you've seen the play. I mean, he gets blocked and then just reaches over the top of the guy. And it's a pretty awesome uh, individual play by him. Ultimately, though, you like what he'll be able to uh, do on offense, right? Yeah, I'm really impressed with his, uh, his you know, from year one to year three, mm-hmm. his improvement. He's a very, very hard worker. He's very consistent in what he does. He needed to get quicker and stronger, and he's done all those things. Um, Max has very good ball skills, and he's really competitive. So I'm happy for him that he made that play. He's he's put a lot of time in. He's become kind of our new, you know, Brady Bodine-type guy on special teams. He takes a lot of pride in it, and he's doing some really good things there.
3: All right, NC State try to beat Florida State for the third straight year. Two and two now, the Seminoles, they, uh, they played well. They played much better in the fourth quarter last week, coming back to beat Louisville like they did. What would you say is uh, different about their team now, maybe
6: compared to the first week or two? You know, they're, uh, they haven't turned the ball over in the last two weeks. Um, they're plus three in turnover margin. And they're always explosive athletically, you know, on both sides of the football. But they're not. They're five penalties. They were, I think they had almost 19 in one of the earlier games. So they're not beating themselves the way they were and giving themselves a chance to be in every game. And, you know, obviously we got to figure out how to not let them start the way they have been. They've been killing people in the first quarter.
3: Yeah, you touched on that. It's crazy. They have outscored their first four opponents 56 to nine in the first quarter. They've jumped out to big leads a couple of times. They weren't able to hang on to win those games. But. What captures your attention when you're watching some of those first quarter uh, performances?
6: Well, you know, they're really fast. They have up-tempo offense. They have great skill. And I just think as a defensive guy, you can't simulate that in your practice. So I think there's some of that going on. Uh, Not sure why the other side of the ball is struggling, to be honest, because you don't really see anything, not that their defense isn't good, but you don't see anything that you don't see week in and week out. You know, they got good players Their corners play tight coverage. they got a big front like they always do. But uh, statistically, they're giving up a ton of yards, you know, and and a lot of points. And so I'm not sure where that is going on, you know. And, you know, coming from a guy who's not scoring enough in the first quarter right now, so (laughs) – You know, hopefully we can start fast. It's something we've talked a lot about uh, this week with our guys. All right,
3: Coach Dorn, thank you. Have a good one down Uh, in Tallahassee. Appreciate it. The Pack. It's been Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Dave Dorn here for the Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill on Hillsborough Street in Raleigh. Special thanks to our Learfield Master Control Operator tonight, Daniel Anderson, producer engineer. On site, as always, is David Modlin. Kyle Winchester is a general manager of Wolfpack. Sports properties. All right, be with us on Saturday night. Pre-game coverage starts at 5:30. Kickoff 7:30 from Tallahassee, NC State, and Florida
2: State. Talk to you then. Live from Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, this has been Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran. Brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, the home of Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran. And by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. The preceding has been a production of Wolfpack Sports Properties, a joint venture of Learfield IMG College and Capital Broadcasting Company.